Welcome to Chilliwack AA. I'm your host, Ted S., sober since October 17, 1996, one day at a time. I'm glad you can join us for our premier podcast on Chilliwack AA. Before I introduce our fabulous guest today, let me tell you a bit about the podcast, Chilliwack AA. Chilliwack AA explores the lives of people who have recovered from alcohol through Alcoholics Anonymous. In each of my interviews, my guests will share their experience, strength, and hope with us through a lively discussion of what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. We will talk about their struggles, successes, and how they remain sober. This podcast strictly adheres to AA's 12 traditions and all general service board guidelines for safeguarding anonymity. No advertising is allowed, and no one receives financial gain from the show. Chilliwack AA and my guests do not speak for or represent AA at large. This podcast is simply my way of giving back to AA, what was freely given to me. And now let, let me introduce you, my guests, for today's show. So my first guest for our first podcast on Chilliwack AA is my sponsor. His name is John G. I've known John now, am I correct, John, about 15 years or so or something like Give that? Give or take, yep. Give or take, yep. For one day caught me yeah, I was weak I was in the, I was in the uh, cafeteria of the club and I wanted to eat and he asked me to be a sponsor and well guess what happened I said yes and I needed a sponsor also so I think it worked out pretty good John mm-hmm. it know. did it did but you know if you look back on those days it, it was um, uh, a different time for me because I was well into my sobriety at that point yeah you you and, had been sober. 25 years, I think, the yeah, last one I mentioned. 37 now plus. And, and matter of fact, on March the 3rd, it was 37 and a half years. And, and uh, uh, there are times when I find it difficult to even comprehend that I was sober for that long. Uh, and, you know, one day at a time, you, you look back at the beginning and uh, uh, that first week, I know, took at least a year because <laughs> each day the, the clock dragged so slowly. So how did you get and, through the meetings in, in that first week? Did, well, did you want to run at times? Or did you, what, actually, what, somebody, actually, somebody I, keep you there? I, I went to my first meeting. Um, I phoned, uh, my, my, my dry date is the third, and I phoned AA on Wednesday. And I said, are there any meetings in Ajax, Ontario? And, and uh, they said, hold on a minute. And I never forget that. He said, hold on a minute. He came back about two minutes later. He's holding forever. And he said, uh, how many meetings would you like to go to? And I oh, thought, wow. that must have how, many, you. how many drunks can there be in Ajax? <laughs> Ajax was a small town in those days yes. outside of Toronto. And, and uh, so I ended up going to the... Ajax Friday night group at uh, at the Catholic Church there on the corner of uh, one of the main thoroughfares and and yeah it started at eight thirty. What time did you get there? And I got there at eight thirty and one second because I <laughs> I got dressed up, tie everything. Oh I was, my God! I was just I wasn't going to show these these hobos that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of them, <laughs> and, and 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 it was like, I, I I opened the door, and Audrey was her name. She was sitting in the first second chair, and she just waved to me, and she pointed to the chair, and 
at that moment, I knew I was in. Mm -hmm. I was in the right spot. And, and, and there was only nine people there, including me. And Cheryl was chairing. Roberta was, was the, was the secretary. And, uh, uh, Cheryl was dressed in a, in a, I never forgot that in a, in a, in a gray suit. Wow. And, and I thought, where are all the drunks? You know, yeah. they're, they're, they all look human and they're laughing. And, and, and it was like listening to them. They talked my language. Wow. And, and it was just, it was hard to imagine that that would be my home for about, about six years, I guess, before I moved out to Toronto. But it, it was, it was the, 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 the most comfortable place I was, could get to. And that was the only meeting I went to for about three years. Wow. I didn't go to, to any others except when we, we had in, in, in Lakeshore East, I guess we were in at that time in Toronto area, uh, we had, uh, we would visit other groups and we would put on the meeting for them at their group. And uh, that was sort of my initiation into going to other groups because I thought naively, and <laughs> you're 42 years old or 41 years old when you get there and you think, hey, I, you know, I know all this stuff. <laughs> and it, it never occurred to me that I was allowed to go to other meetings. Mm -hmm. that, I, that I, you know, if this was my own group, this is where you stayed and the only place you went. But we had tremendous um, camaraderie in that group. And uh, we would have parties together, mm -hmm. you know, uh, potlucks and everything else. And, and it yeah, was, you seem to, to speak fondly of everybody. Like you seem oh, to yeah. know them. Like as we speak, like 37 it, years later, you know, you know exactly like what was, they were wearing. Like it was yesterday. Like, like, like why is that? And, and, and because they made a great impression on me. And, and, and I don't know much whether I made a great impression on them, but it was. <laughs> It was it was it was wonderful because uh, Dick G, uh, who is still in the program, is still alive. Uh, Audrey unfortunately died uh, a couple of years back, but uh, Roberta, who was secretary, she would not make it, and she died about uh, three years later okay. uh, of uh, alcoholism, and and the others that were there. Um, uh, you know, they were, they were such a small group that we we kind of clung together. And uh, uh, one of the gals, uh, I'm just trying to think of her name now, here's we're sitting here and I can't, but it, it was, uh, I would call her Ma all the time because nice. she, was, she was actually older than me, you know, mm -hmm. and, and uh, like grandma type of thing. But these were the people that I would travel with going to these other meetings and putting on meetings for them. and and. I think we had more fun, more pure fun tra traveling back and forth to the meetings than we did at the actual meetings. You know? In those days, so how many meetings would there have been in Ajax? Uh, well, in Ajax was probably about six meetings during the week, but in the whole uh, Lakeshore East area, we had, which we, we then extended into Oshawa, Whitby. Uh, mm -hmm. So that, uh, you know, over time, 
there, there came other meetings. We, we actually ended up leaving that particular group and starting a, a Whitby Serenity group, yeah, serendipity sure. group rather. Why did, why did you leave? Uh, our group was small and we, we had, as I say, that great camaraderie uh, fellowship, total fellowship. And as it grew, it grew to, uh, you know, a meeting of eight grew to 108 wow. or more. That's it, insane. It was, it was, it was hard to imagine that this little group, <clears throat> when you look at, <clears throat> at the meeting list, and I still have a bunch of them. The first one has eight or nine names on it. And then it's on two pages after wow. that. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it, it's hard to comprehend why. We don't know why, mm -hmm. you know, we're based on attraction, I guess, that we, we were doing. That's what it's all about, isn't it? We were doing something that, that on. other groups weren't doing, I guess. And yet all our meetings at those time were speaker meetings. Oh, really? So, so, so not like today where you know, I, had, I had no comprehension about sharing, none other than here I am in a group of eight people you know, you instantly become the GSR, you instantly become a chairperson, you instantly become all of us, you know, a, a secretary. And, and, and it was, it was probably the greatest thing for me because I was involved right up to my eyeballs. How long, right did, away. How long did it take for them to ask you to share? Especially um, when it got big. About a month. About a month. Yeah. And when it, when it grew to a little over a hundred people, then, then, you, the then, you were, water, right? then you were sharing, you were sharing and sharing. And, oh, okay. And, uh, so it, it was, it was interesting. Uh, my first effort of sharing or sorry, speaking was in one of the Whitby groups. <laughs> it was, I had written my speech down and I had it all figured out because this is how you deliver a speech. And it was just terrible and and it i i i got i got home and i thought what did i do wrong and next week i went to the meeting and some of the people from that whitby group were at our meeting and they said john you know next time don't bring any notes just speak from the heart mm. and that was that was one one of the great things that i remember and at those one of those meetings we had one of our senior guys who uh, spoke and, and I was chairing and he talked about honesty and, and I've never forgotten that. He said, you know, you can be and do anything except you got to be honest with yourself. And that, that was again, another eye opener for me. It's probably one of the most important things you learned early on. Eh? Well, it was, and, and, and you see, I, I was quite happy being sober. I was incredibly happy being sober. And I had no idea, uh, you know, these steps and everything, we read them every meeting in the traditions, we read them every meeting and people talked about them and everything else. And, and it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's for you, you know. Yeah. And here I was about four years later, I was chairing in front of my group and I broke down. Wow. And I said, uh, I don't know what is just not working. 
and Audrey, who I love dearly, she came up to me at the end of the meeting and said, John, we've been waiting for you. And I told her many times, you know, you must have she loud, Jay. Did it overwhelm you? I could have killed her that night, but it it was it didn't overwhelm me. It 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 finally brought me down again, you know, to a, a bottom. And accept the fact that the, the steps were for John and not for just for everybody else. And and when you when you when you sort of figured that out, if you will. It was it was difficult in the sense that where do I start? Not much different than what happens today in our meetings, correct? Well where you know where people come in they're a little bit, you know, they're they're scared, they're not sure what oh, to yeah. say, or or they sit there and they, they want to run, or they sit there and they go like what are we might doing here? And they don't understand, you know, why well, like, why we're all laughing and smiling. I, I I love the newcomer today because uh, at my group I'm at the new beginners group in in Chilliwack here and 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 it's it's a joy to see them come in and yet it's sad to see how they look and and I remember every bit of the anger and the fear and the, and the, and, the, and and the terrible tension when they come in and realize when like i did that all they really wanted was somebody to talk to them mm -hmm. and so i make a point of of uh, you know we could give them a, a a meeting list with phone numbers but i make a point of seeing them before they leave the meeting yeah that's just, something i've noticed you over the years and and just talk to them and 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 let them know that a they're not alone b there's hope yeah you're giving them hope right away. and that was one of the key things that that i found in my first couple of meetings was hope was there mm -hmm. and and for for me not for everybody else but for me hope was there and it was like wow it's probably the best thing we we get eh? You know, well, when we first get there, you know, we're lost. It's, 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 it's when you, when I left that meeting, I was high as a kite. I can imagine. And it was so, such a different high. It was like, wow, what is this? You know, let's go back to that, to that, to those early days again. Like we talked about where you only had about seven, eight members yeah. and, and so on. And like, how was it run? Like, like, how is it run compared to what it's like today? Like the smoking and the well, ashtrays. In, in the, the old days, I mean, you, you when we when we were first in the Catholic Church, and we ended up having to go to another church because uh, the, the church decided that they wanted to change. So we, you know, everybody smoked, and I, I, I had actually quit smoking before I quit drinking, which I, I still find mad incredible. So was was that but, early early on when there was only ten people, or was that yeah. there was a hundred people? Yeah, no. When we even when we had a hundred people, we were still smoking. Wow! But uh, the cloud of smoke in the meeting was it? That we we were in a in a large gymnasium in that Catholic church, so you didn't notice it as much until we went to the other church, and it was a church basement. Yeah, <laughs> it was the blue room. The blue room. <laughs> with the smoking. I mean, it was like just imagine. It was like. Actually, you'd almost say, 
you guys mind smoking outside because it's you can't see down here. You know what I mean? It's, it's that blue. And, and and that was just about the time that they started the no smoking. Oh, really? Uh, I think so. In that years, for some reason, that seems like well, this, this, this would have been like four or five years later. So okay. it, it was it was it was just starting. And and um, uh, but at the beginning, I mean, oh, you know, your your duties were to make coffee, put out the ashtrays, you know, clean the ashtrays at the, at the end of the meeting, stack them. And, and, you know, things you don't even see now, you know, yes, for sure. uh, uh, coffee cups and everything else uh, uh, were different as well. And, and it was, it was an incredible time, I think for me, because it, it, it was, I found myself useful, uh, literally, uh, because of the program and, and that I had a use in my life now and and it was to stay sober and when i stayed sober uh good things happened yes you know? i remember my early days yeah. when uh, they gave me the key to the to the euro group how yeah. good i felt it was you know, it, it was like incredible they, yeah i had some responsibility yes and it felt like i belonged and 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 there was trust there yes absolutely. they trusted me to to open they trusted me to close and 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 i got to meet the you know the the, the father at the church and everything else and it was like wow yes i can uh, just imagine you know it, it was it was things that you know <laughs> <laughs> I would never have done before, yeah. and and now you you sort of walk with your head up, and and I, I kind of joke about it, you know, with the newcomers. That's you know, when I first came in, I could look everybody in their shoes, you know, <laughs> and and yes, and you sure. see the newcomers today, it's the same thing. Their head is down, and they're wondering what in the name of God they're doing there, mm -hmm. and and I was too. How hard was it for AA in those days to, for example, to, to rent the church? And how did the church, like you mentioned meeting the, the clergy of the church. Yeah. Like, was it, was there a pushback in those days or was it easy as it is today? I think in, in some respects, the churches were more receptive. Than uh, they are today. Than they are today. I think um, uh, the smoking really was not an issue in those days because everybody smoked uh, right. every, and everywhere yes. so it was you know smoking in in the church grounds or in the church property was not an issue but i i, I find that uh, i think over the years the 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 feeling in churches in general is not quite as acceptance lot wise as as they were then why would that in, be i think well i think in the sense of of um that's an uh, interesting thought the, the, the combination of 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 the street drugs and and the combination of uh very interesting uh, observation you know alcoholics who are combined drug and and alcohol yes. problems um that we would they, we we just see a little reticence i think on the part of churches to uh, to let us um, let us in and do our thing uh, there and and when you when you look at it sort of in terms of sort of coldly stepping back and looking at it uh, i can't blame them 
Right. And and so how do we then, as alcoholics, uh, help them see our point of view? Yeah. And we're we're lucky with new beginners because we we've been been there for a number of years now, and and have a great rapport, I think, with the with the church itself. And I think that's important, eh? Yeah. Because you know, as a landlord tenant kind of relationship, you know, that that, that we uh, we get involved with them. Yeah. Versus just being a customer. Well, we you know it's like everything else. If you go in and use somebody's property and don't clean up. Uh, they're not going to be too happy, but yeah. we make a point of, of cleaning up after each meeting. I guess in the early you know, days, cleanup doesn't seems to me like it wasn't an issue. It seems to me like everybody would pitch in, right? Well, yeah, you had there, there there wasn't you didn't have to ask for help. I think that's the great thing today too is, is that you know you look at the difference today uh, in a lot of things. There's one of them. You know, people leave. Two minutes after the meeting. Yeah, they're gone immediately. Uh, in the old days, uh, you know, <laughs> I got to say that in the old days, when I first came in, we would go for coffee after. Yes. Six, I, eight of us. I nine remember of us. my early days, same thing. And, and we'd be probably in the coffee shop for two hours. Yes. And meeting so after you, meeting. you didn't get home until midnight type of thing. Mm -hmm. But you were hiring a kite. And, yeah. and it was it was like... Wow, maybe this is what it's all about in the sense that not only do you have the fellowship, but you have the old timers that are sitting there, like George George A, who was the fellow I was talking about, and uh, who spoke about honesty. Uh, he would join us, and and we would just listen to George talk. Yeah. If you remember Red Sea, that was yeah. in the program that passed away a few years ago. He he yeah. took me under his wing, and, yeah. and we did just what you just talked about. You know, well, we go to Homer's for coffee and and cake, and yeah. that. Oh, how could I ever forget what it was like? Well, going, going Red, Reg was one of those classic people in the program who basically said, "If you want it, we'll give it to you. We'll help you. If you don't want it, God help you." Yes, yeah. and I was so lucky to have him oh. early in your early years. Yeah. And he yeah. did the same for a lot of people. And and I see that in you, John. You know, yeah. like at, at the end of the meeting, you're going to leave the meeting until you talk to the newcomer. And there's oh, yeah. no way the newcomer's getting away from you, right? Oh. And, uh, you know, I, one of the reasons you know, I, I love having you as my sponsor, you know, you, you lead by example. You know, well, it, 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 don't fool around with it. It, it put it this way: I, I've I've learned over the years that uh, the steps are for me, and I, I I make no bones about it. I've done the steps my way, mm -hmm. and your day you've done them your way. Everybody I hope does them their own way, as long as they do them. Mm -hmm. And there is no right way. Yeah. I'm sorry, there is no right way, and there is no wrong way to do the steps. Mm -hmm. Just do them. Yeah. And, and when I found that I was living or trying to live by the, by the steps and, and, and in my daily affairs, I found I was okay. The moment I stepped outside of that, that whole concept of, of living with the steps, it was like, I shouldn't have said that to somebody or I shouldn't have done that or I should have, shouldn't have got angry. And 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 yet, you know the steps are there, and they're there for a reason. 
but I complicate them every day. And, and the sad part of it is, we all. is that the steps are so simple. Really, when you look at the words, you know, and then, then you, you, you look at how it works, and rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Well, my idea of thoroughly and yours are different. And, and that's okay. For sure. That's okay, as long as we stick around the program. And, yes. and uh, you know, if it takes us four years to figure out that the steps are for you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. If it takes you four meetings, that's even better, but it's okay. For sure. It doesn't matter as long as you we're at our you own catch pace. Up. Yeah. We're at our own pace. Yeah. And and you know, I I I I get saddened though today because you hear young people coming in, they come out of a, a recovery program, so well, I've done the steps. <laughs> and I just shake my head and I think, you know, but are you living them? Yeah. And that's that was me 25 years yeah, ago. I, that's I came the, out of treatment. Yeah. I said exactly what you yeah. just said. You know, I know it all now. And, I, and, I, and you know what? I really didn't take know over. Anything. <laughs> didn't know anything. I want to go to something that I, I've uh, observed over the years, especially at your case. You, you have a little memory bag. Okay. For those of you who don't know John, I'll explain. John has a little memory bag. And that little bag he brings to each and every one of his kids. Yeah. Yeah, and he takes it out and he puts it on the table, and that little bag has uh, the original meeting list, if I'm correct, of his original meeting. Yeah. It has all his first month, two, three, four month coins, yeah, my chips, chips, and yeah. and so on. And he, you know, you know, a lot of us we try to keep that stuff, and a lot of us will put it in the drawer after a while and we'll forget where it is and, and so on. But not John. John will bring that up and he'll pass or you'll grab all of your little memory stuff and you'll yeah. pass it along for all of us to see yeah. at the meeting. So tell me, why is that? Well, what is there that you, you know that you never want to forget? Obviously, because well, you still have it. I you still share I, it with us. I think one of the great lessons that I've learned is remember when. Yes, and that's that's. To me, one of the great slogans uh, that we come up with, and I must never, never forget. So I must remember when I was lying on the floor in my last drunk, begging God for help. And I must remember that I've gone through and just about emotionally killed a wife and two kids. Mm -hmm. I must never forget that. So I must remember my first meeting. I must remember when that change in me started. I must remember the people that helped me because I didn't do this alone. You know, Absolutely. I had eight people to start with and then a hundred and then right. I still have people around North America now right. uh, that helped me. It's, it's, you know, when, when you look at your, at your, your life in the program, and you look at your life beforehand, it's different worlds. Okay? Yes, absolutely. And now, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm traveling and I've done things with my new wife and, and, and things that I couldn't have dreamt and she couldn't have dreamt before. Yes. And, and, and so I, I have all of these things that I keep as remembrances of where I was and what I was. 
what a great lesson for, for for all of us, eh? Yeah. To you know, when we get our coins and how you yeah. know, to, 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 to savor them, you know, because they, they don't come easy, do they? Well, it, it's it's I, I as I mentioned earlier, I, you know, that first week took a year, and and then I got one year coin, mm -hmm. and I still have that, as you know, yeah. and yeah. my five year coin, I still have that, yeah, and and I hit all those little chips that I got they, in those days were poker chips and okay. I, when I broke one I thought I was going to drink I, I, I was <laughs> so afraid were they colorful like they are today yeah red yellow yeah, oh, yeah. and so on yes yeah. yeah. and but it, it's it's you know like over the years you 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 look at my travels in AA and, and I went from Montreal wow to Toronto and then uh we moved to uh, BC and all of those things. I mean, I ended up, I didn't, I, I went to the, um, um, what was the, the Friday night meeting, the grapevine um, grape, and no, the um, uh, podium meeting. Okay. You know, those days it was upstairs from the church. Right, I remember that those days and, well. And, and they, they would have a hundred people yeah, plus. Yes, that was full. so. It was chock a block. You couldn't hear a person speak to save their life because everybody was talking. Yes, and I thought this is this is not for me. And I ended up. My sponsor came out from out from from Toronto, and uh, he had a place down at the Glen in mm -hmm. Washington, and we went down to look at that. And uh, he said, "There's a meeting Sunday night in Everson, Washington. Why don't we take that in while we're here?" Which we did. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, Everson became my home group for almost eight, nine years. I remember that too. Yeah, that was part of. And so you used to cross the border like you crossed it every every Friday night. Every Friday. Yeah, and yeah, there was a Friday night again. Yes. And and uh, it was it was part of just a, it wasn't a ritual. It was just you left the office Friday night and you went down to Everson, and and. Um, uh, when the meeting was over, you came home. And Did Noreen go with you? No, seriously, because I was, I was literally driving from Vancouver, like okay, uh, through Everson, right from and, work. Uh, yeah, so it it became my home group for years, mm -hmm. and until nine eleven. Wow! And, uh, so was, that's what interrupted your your yeah. group in the across the border. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when nine eleven hit, uh, you know, it took me longer to cross the border but by the time i crossed the border the meeting was over right so i i started to look around in chilliwack as you gotta find something and i found the the friday friday grapevine friday grapevine yes and talked about reg right at the beginning there was reg and myself yes i remember uh, i'm trying to think the other fellow randy randy and and one other gal yes and uh that was it you know, and then th that meeting became 90 plus. And well, it was like. I remember joining it. I, yeah. I, I joined and it. That's, you were there. That's where, you know, that's where we. That's where we hooked up. Yes. You know, um, um, uh, not only good friends, but it, 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 it was a sponsor, sponsee type of thing. Yes, absolutely. And, and it was, that was again, another group that, or what we're doing right, or because it just. Oh, it grew exploded. so fast. Yeah. I remember, yeah. you know, like. Uh, opening that up and yeah. trying to set it up sometimes at times, but you were always there. And yeah. was, everybody seemed to take a turn, eh? Well, everybody, one of the things that I insisted on, you know, and I learned this in my first group, 
because I'm terrible with names. And I said, would you mind if I just stood at the door when people came in yes. and I just shake their hand and greet them and say, That's well, great. I remember that well. And I've, I've, I've made a point of doing it. I still do that. Yeah, it's the same thing I do it at my, at yeah. my group, at our yeah. primary group. And I, I think that's, and I learned that from you, right? that's well. probably one of the most important things we can do, especially if they're new. Well, especially if they're welcome. Yes, you know, give them sure. a handshake and, and smile and yeah. say, come on, Ed, coffee's over here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and sit down and relax. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about something that you always shared with me when I was struggling. I remember I'd be on the road or, or there was issues at home, you know, whatever. You always sent me the steps for you. Yeah. So in, in the last, always, always set you know, step three, step three, step three. You know, and the last few years, you know, your, your health hasn't been the best. Yeah. And, and I know I know it's been tough on you. Yeah. And, and, and I know it's been tough on Noreen. Yes. You know, because Noreen's health hasn't been the best either yeah. also. Tell me about step three, how, how, how it uh, saves you, because I know you told me it literally saves you on days when you think uh, it's all going to fall on you. Well, you go back right back to the beginning when I came off the floor, you know, and I said, God help me. Mm -hmm. And I actually meant it for the first time, you know. Yes. And then you find out that you, when you look at the steps, and, I, and I, I've always felt this, and again, it's my own, own opinion, and I think if you can do the first three steps, the rest is a piece of cake. Right. Okay. And, you know, you talk about honesty and everything else, but the bottom line is, is that somewhere along the line, God came into my life, and, and I said, yeah, I think this time I want you to be there. Mm -hmm. and and when you come to the steps and you come to life the whole concept of uh dealing on with with life on life's terms daily the, the only problem i ever had was me and saying okay whatever happens god you know help me right and I make no bones about that with, with everybody and, and everybody, even my other sponsors and stuff, kind of me, John, is like, oh, I'm having trouble with this and everything else in step three. And they get tired of it. And then, then the, <laughs> the, 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 the joy of it, though, is when I'm sitting there complaining and moaning and they just look at me right in the face and say, step three, John. I said that to you, man. And, 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 and that's the beauty of it. Right. That's the beauty of it is that it's there for everybody mm -hmm. every time. Well, it needs it's a, step three, in, in my view, anyway, is it certainly strengthens our faith, doesn't it? Well, this time. Because of, of the effects it has on us when we truly, truly practice it. Well, one of the joys, if you think back to when we first started being sponsor, sponsee, uh, we went out for dinner. Yes. And we had a marvelous time. Absolutely. And we spent probably, uh, let's say, eighty percent of that talking about God. Who'd have thought of that? And and who thought, thought that? that? That's that we use that. Who'd have thought? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's 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 amazing. Absolutely. 
And, you know, I know you go to church and I don't. And, and that's the joy of it is that we can still talk about God and be very comfortable mm -hmm. um, for both of us yeah, to we, do that. Yeah, you know, we don't have yeah. to push anything on any of no. us. No, and, and it's, I think that's the great thing of the, of the program is that it's, you don't shove it in anybody's throat. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It, it's just... Sister, if you want it, it is. Or if you want it or you don't. Yeah, and, and it's like the program. Yeah, yeah. I put something on our, I put something on our website that we just put together there where Bill uh, gives a quote and he, he talks about you know A is right there if you want it just take it yeah if you don't want it yeah. don't take it we ain't gonna force it on you that's right you yeah. know and uh, and I I think the well and I don't think I know the way you practice your program that certainly is uh, you lead that by example well you. I don't know whether I lead by example about anything in a sense. I just try to do, I think, what the steps tell me, the way I, I've worked them, mm -hmm. okay? And, and what happened for me, to me, you know, I, with the newcomer especially, because they took me under their wing mm -hmm. when I first came in. And yes. I, mean, I mean big time. And I became like the little baby of that group. And they, they, they looked after me. And, and it was like, I try and do that same thing with the newcomers today, is that they have to know that there's somebody there that cares for them. Yes, yes. And, 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 and I think it all starts at the door like you talk about, eh? Well, that's, yeah, that's the beginning. And, and it's, it's, it saddens me, though, to see as soon as the meeting is finished, poof, everybody's gone. Mm-hmm. In the old days, there was no poof. Yes. Everybody stuck around. We still have quite a few meetings in the district where people stick around. Yeah. But, but it's getting less and less. Like but it's said. not. But it's not like it was. Yeah. Okay. And and I think if you look at just society in general, uh, you know, we used to love to go out for dinner and spend two or three hours. You had to get dressed up. Mm -hmm. You know, you had to wear a tie and a suit yes. and everything else. Uh, and we've gone from that to McDonald's, if yes. you follow me. Like, here's your order, you know, get lost. Yeah. In the early days, did people get dressed on? Some did. Because Some I, did. I, see I, photo, I did. I see photos, for example, of Bill and yeah. Bob. Yeah. And like, they got seats on. Yeah. So in the yeah. meetings, did they have seats on? Yeah, well, I did. Um, did yeah, in your first it, meeting, it, it, was, it was, you know, I, I, I wore a suit to a meeting for a long time. Oh, that's very interesting. Because again, I thought that's what we should do. Mm -hmm. I thought. For sure. Okay. Uh, not everybody did, you know. And then you look on later on and then, you know, it's just jeans and a, and a shirt. Jeans, yeah. And, but the important thing was you were there. Yeah, and that's all that and mattered. Really, it didn't matter what you yeah. wore. But it was, it was today to see somebody in a suit in a meeting, it's like, you're either going to a wedding or a funeral at the, at the same time. You know? <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. Wow. John, what uh, an interesting conversation this has been. You know, right? You're like, Chorak sure, is blessed to have you, you know, as its first guest on its first podcast. Glad to be here. I, I cannot thank you enough. Uh, thank you for being my friend. You know, thank you for sponsoring me, mentoring me. Uh, for anybody that, that uh, knows John, don't hesitate. You know, the guy cannot wait to talk to you. Yeah. 
keep doing what you're doing, my friend, and uh, he will, uh, is so much stronger for having you here, especially in Chilliwack. Well, thank you, Ted. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, my friends, that's it for this episode of Chilliwack AE Podcast. I want to thank my guest, John Key, for sharing his story, and thank you for tuning in. This podcast can also be heard on Spotify, Anchor, Amazon Music, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Or visit our website, www.chillrackaa.org. Listen to every interview, share your thoughts, and comment on our website. Sign up on our website to never miss a podcast and receive an email the minute a new podcast is posted. By the way, this podcast strictly adheres to AA's 12 traditions and all the general service guidelines for safeguarding anonymity online. If you want more information about AA, visit www.aa.org. The next episode of Chorak AA Podcast is coming soon. Please keep coming back.